You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. I'm so glad that you're joining us again. We have with us today Ramaya Jackson. Hello, Ramaya Jackson. How are you? Good. Thanks so for having me. <laughs> so the, today's episode is all around how the YWCA eradicates racism. And that's what Ramaya is here to share with us. And she works at the YWCA here in Phoenix. So we're going to be talking with her all about that. Um, and this is part of our special series this month in honor of Black History Month. And the network is celebrating Black History Month in honor of priceless contributions to the betterment and welfare of us all. Let's shine brightly on the 2023 theme of resistance as we uplift the efforts of so many who endeavored against great odds to show us the light. May we walk side by side to heal the past so we can step forward together. We love you. Love each other. That's our statement for the month, folks. So we're glad that you're joining us in celebration of all of the amazing, wonderful things that are happening in spaces around us that sometimes we're not even aware of, right? We're not even paying attention to. And so we'll talk about some of the fun things that that go on over the YWCA and why we want to know about that in a moment. But first, Ramai, we want to hear from you. What are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? Yeah, um, I think two of my superpowers is one of them is uh, being joyful. Um, and I just love bringing that to every room, um, every place I get to be. Um, and then my second one is being intentional. I mm. love people. Um, and mm-hmm. so just um, even remembering people's uh, events or birthdays or just mm-hmm. important milestones or, or their name. Um, and so, and how to pronounce their name correctly, like that I think is huge. Um, and so I think being intentional is one of my, I feel like my top superpower. Oh my goodness. Well, I absolutely agree. I would say that you have many, many superpowers and you're wonderful. Like we've so enjoyed our family getting to know you. We've done some volunteer activities over there at the Y. Um, and you, so, so let's talk a little bit about some of the work you do there. And I love how the superpowers that you name really tie in beautifully to this sort of environment that one is cultivated at, at the Y here in Phoenix, but also the mission as a whole. Like, what is the point of all this? Like, I remember when I was in college, right? And I was going through intercultural communication and I'm like, okay, so yeah, I'm totally clear. We totally want to eradicate racism. I'm on board with that. Then what happens? Right? Like, like psychologically, we separate based on differences. Like, how do we structure something where that doesn't happen, right? Where we don't separate based on something and then assign values and have privileges. Is there a way, right? That was sort of the quest that I undertook starting way back in the day. Um, Because on some level, as we know, to really truly step through a problem, we have to be able to envision ourselves on the other side of it. You know, we live in a conceptualized reality, like we have to be able to see it and to, to, to believe it, right? And so, so tell us a little bit about the mission, right? The YWCA mission of empowering women and eradicating racism. And, and just for you, why? I mean, there's, you could work anywhere, right? What was it about the YWCA that drew you in and and, and how do you connect into that mission? Yeah. Uh, So the YWCA, our mission is to eliminate racism and empower women. And how I connect into that is um, being a black woman, really. And it's something that 
um, I've been passionate, obviously passionate about my whole life is being a black woman, but um, just really being able to one, create spaces and places where people can show up um, authentically as themselves. And that as I have the role as overseeing volunteers, um, I want to create that for our volunteers as well. And creating those um, spaces where they can come and be themselves. Um, and so I feel like I get to be a part of that at the YWCA. And then um, I get to help orchestrate that for others, right? Who um, in the different works and the aspects that we do in the programs and just being able to even find volunteers who connect into that, but also being able to help change that environment, right? Of the world of just representation really does matter and being able to connect with people on that level. I love that. Beautiful. I love that you mentioned that representation matters, particularly in co-creative environments, right? And I think that that's where we should start getting really specific in our languaging, right? Because we can argue representation doesn't matter. Clearly it doesn't because we've gotten along this far, right? We've survived this long. If you don't want to acknowledge it, it, you don't have to, but it does create all kinds of ripple effects, right? If you're okay with those unintended or intended consequences, then it's, you don't have to, right? It doesn't matter. However, many of us aren't okay with that anymore. We're, we're saying right. we're not okay with this. Like we would simply rather not participate any longer and participate in that way, right? Like, like we were talking, take, I'm going to take my toys and go home. Like, I don't want to play in your little playground. Like it sucks. Like, <laughs> No, thanks. It's not fun. I'm not doing it any longer. And, and I think we can all appreciate feeling that way from time yeah. to time. Right. And so, so the, the big question again, comes into it like, okay, representation matters a whole lot in co-creative environments, right? Based on what we're our desired outcomes on. And many of us are wondering, how do we get to share this beautiful planet and cohabitate together in a way that doesn't feel so soul-sucking, right? And terrifying. Like, can we do that? Maybe, right? So, so I'm being flippant, but we're going to run to a break. But I want to tease a little bit. When we come back, we're going to talk about representation, right? And how to do that, how to do that in a way that's not icky, right? That, that's not kind of smarmy. And we have all kinds of words that we don't even need to bring up about all kinds of ways that we've tried to make this happen. But there is a way that we're drawn together and there's a way to attract and there's a way to make spaces and there is a way to cultivate um, environments that just naturally draw people in. Folks, it's not difficult and it's so incredibly delicious when we allow the richness of all of us to come together, but it takes a little bit of intention, right? Where Maya comes in and it takes a little bit of thought and a little bit of planning and some discussions and some willingness to look at things that we've done in the past, right? And so we're going to talk about all of that and how to do that, you know, when, when like about in groups and out groups, like who, what groups you belong into, which ones you kind of could be working on the inner circle of, which ones you can support from the outer circle, but you don't really belong in the inner circle because you're not really part of the group. How do you do this in a responsible fashion. We're going to talk about all that when we come back from the break. Before we do, Ramaya, where can people go to find out more about what's up with the why or what you're up to or whatever? Yeah. Where do you want to send folks? Yes. Um, I do want to send folks to our website or Instagram or Facebook. We're all over on YWCAAZ. Um, so yeah, that's where to find us. Very fun. Great, great crew over there. We want to give a shout out to everybody over there. Debbie's running the helm. Um, if you haven't had a, had a chance to connect in with with, with that fine individual and, and the big vision uh, shining over at the YWCA here in the Metro Valley, 
take a chance to go over there. Ramaya, um, thank you for being here with us. We're talking all about how Ramaya Jackson shares how the YWCA eradicates racism, all part of our Black History Month special. If you haven't had a chance to get over to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up for our next experience, you can do that while we take a little break here. Um, this is how you get to have that experience of your own internal space, right? That calm, that place where we get to go to, where our creative element is alive and well, that's just ours, right? That is the, the core of our superpowers, right? We have to know that first, folks. So go have that experience. It's our gift to yours. It's a free event. We encourage you to join us. We will be right back after the break, hearing more about how Ramaya Jackson shares how the YWCA eradicates racism. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Awesome. We're back and we're talking all about how the YWCA eradicates racism. Ramaya Jackson is here to share. And before the break, I alluded to this, this concept of allyship, right? And support. And how do we work in spaces that aren't really our spaces, but we really, really, really want to help. But, you know, we've seen examples of really, really, really wanting to help do really, really, really bad harm. And so we want to make sure that we're sort of participating in a responsible way. And I'll give a great example of this. I had a really amazing opportunity in college. Um, I had had opportunities all through my my upbringing through a church that I was a part of, of, of being part of mission groups and um, in a really beautiful way. And, and I didn't know at the time that that world has sort of an undertone to it because I was rather naive of those spaces, um, just getting introduced into them. Um, but because of the responsibility of the leadership in charge of, of our programs, they made sure to cultivate relationships with binational teams. And so we, at a, one point in time, um, the story went that, that the Tijuana government had kicked a lot of the mission groups out. And this one in particular was able to kind of maintain some continuity. And that was the one I happened to be tied into. So I got the experience of living in Mexico and working with work groups and stuff with a binational team. Um, which was huge, right? To understand there's a responsibility to this. Like we don't know that culture. We can learn about it, but we will never be a part of it. And and I will tell you, Ramaya, from my heart to yours, that has been the hardest freaking thing to contend with in the conversations around race and ethnicity. And, and I don't get to wham, I get it, folks. I know, I know this is a total like hashtag white privilege conversation, but the idea of like not having that, a group, a connection, right? The collectivist mindset is literally devoid, like not those synapses don't fire in a lot of our brains if we were reared in more of the individualistic culture. And hear me, that is a deficit, folks. We may, I'm not saying we get to wham wham about it, but we did that to ourselves and we suffer because of it. And that's a big thing to get to overcome in our developmental journey. And the way it translated back in the day, you know, when you're unsure of yourself and your identity, right? It's like, wait, 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 but oh, I want that too, right? And then, of course, you get the over-romanticization and like, wait, but I can be like that, too. And wait, but I'm this, too. And then, ooh, Tonya got to learn real fast that that was not going down that way. And so I got to rebuild from there. And, I, and I'm being kind of flippant because it does happen, folks. This is a journey we all get to go through. Dr. Janet Helms' work in the racial developmental models. Go check it out. So, Ramaya, 
the why works a lot with folks who want to help, right? Who want to give money, who want to, uh, you know, kind of work with this guilt shame complex that we've got going on, right? And and want to do the right thing and 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 really want to be considerate. But there's a lot of misinformation, a, a, a lot of misassumptions, a lot of fears, a, a lot of barriers, you know, and just in general, a lot of societal reasons. Like in, in some spaces, it's kind of like turning your back on your own, right? And it's right. like, whoa, who expected that one, right? And like, oh, geez, like, am I actually okay giving up some of my privilege? Like, oh, this is a thing. That's a big, this is a big That's kind of ball of wax, but it's super important because we yeah. got work to do. What do you, what do you, how do you all deal with that? Or what do you have to say into that space? Yeah, I think it's, we all have to come no matter who you are in a place of learning, right? Because mm. you can never stop learning um, about anyone, about anyone's cultures, anyone, anyone just as a person mm. um, and how that affects the world as a whole. And so mm. I think, I think that's what sometimes we think we're out of school. We stop learning. We're done. <laughs> like that's done. It's over. Um, and it's like always being willing to, um, I believe it's my Angelo when it's like, when you know better, do better. Mm. And so, because you hmm. can't learn everything at once and you can't learn about everybody at one time. And so when you do learn better, you do better. And I think that just comes in a lot of the workshops and sessions that we try and do in unity circles that, um, we try and do at the YWCA of just like having those conversations um, just to really try and open those spaces for people to learn and ask questions. Mm-hmm. I think that is, um, I think there's also a way to educate yourself, right? Because you don't want to put pressure on other people to educate you. Um, but then there's also, there is a genuine space to ask some questions. Um, and, but I think you have to take that and, and trust your intuition on that though, too. I, I love everything that you said there. And so there's, there has to be a degree of your own self-sovereignty, self-dominion in this, some responsibility. And here's, you know, we talked about this on the last episode, but but you can't apologize for something you didn't do. Internally, something calls bullshit inside of you. Yeah. And then now you're at odds with yourself and you're split down the middle and it, it creates a disharmony that is almost irreconcilable until you turn around and face it again. You can't apologize for something you didn't do. But let's get real about what we are doing. And what we're doing is we're allowing our feelings about some things that have happened and our and our lack of willingness to want to feel those feelings, right? Or turn around and face that to allow us to continue to perpetuate things because we don't immediately know how to fix it. And so, Vermeer, yeah. I love what you said because here's the deal. Nobody's expecting you to fix everything, right? And, right? and I carried that for a while. I just realized this recently. I was like, oh my gosh, like I thought I was supposed to clear the whole thing, right? Like, wait, time yeah. out. Do the things you're able to do and just keep building, right? And it's, and, and and while it's tough because like, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that I have to like make this my my new thing. And all I can tell you is that everybody will have to undertake this quest. In our yes. developmental processes, you can't come into wholeness if you perceive of somebody as being outside of yourself, lesser than yourself, or you're carrying any programs of your own guilt and shame. It's impossible. You'll you'll lose out on the consciousness wave, folks. You just can't yeah. ride it unless you're willing to look at race. Like, end of story. You're going to yeah. have to, we all have to reconcile it within ourselves, no matter where we fall, because we all have conditioning associated with it. And unless we deal with the human conditioning that we have, we can't use our superpowers. Like we can't be in co-creative environments. We're worthless in this vision moving forward and read the room folks. It's moving forward. Yeah. You just won't be a part of it. 
Yeah. Like, and, and that's open, really what it right? comes down to. That's right. We oh. had a taste during the pandemic, right? Yeah. Oh, we're not going back. In fact, some of us are down there chiseling more holes, folks. So don't think we're all in agreement about this. Go back to what it was because we're not. And there's more of us than there are of those who want it to go back. So we win. And it's an intentional game, right? Like to Ramaya's yeah. point, intentionality wins every time. And there are far more voices saying, hey, we can do better because we know better now. Yes. And we yeah. will do better. So, and we'll do it together with yeah. or without you. So either find yourself in the we or find yourself in the you that you get to choose. We're open to whoever yeah. wants to come. But there's that's the vision. And, and you know, get on get on the boat that we're going. This is yeah. what's happening. And I about. think it plays into your story as well, like relationships, right? And just building those relationships because your mission team was able to continue to go in there based on those relationships. And I think we forget how important relationships really are. That to me, I, I love that you said that to me, that is a big gem that's within the collectivist mindsets and, and not to be crude, like I get it, there's crossover, but it does, it helps sometimes to be able to deconstruct and be able to say, okay, you know, let's put this here and let's put this here just to look at what it, what's the value in it. And when we compare an individualistic and a collectivist viewpoint, there's value in both. And when we bring them together, we are exponentially powerful. Like this is incredible yeah. what we can do together when we bring the best of both of those versions into some sort of beautiful creation together. And the collectivist mindset teaches connection, relationships, the interconnectedness of all. I can't do something to me or to you and not do it to me. Like we are connected. And the CIFA process over here at Superpower Experts, folks, is reminding us of those connections, right? If you join in in the experience or you come into the core classes, you're going to learn how through our roots, our energetic roots, we are connected. And once you remember how that feels, you, you can't forget it, right? And you naturally drawn back to it and you will guide yourself through these processes and ease and grace of your own development if you don't resist that. But connecting mm -hmm. in with others and developing relationships is the first step to doing that, right? And 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 it's 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 not going to happen overnight. None of this happened overnight. So be patient. Yes. But many are doing this walk right now. You're not alone. Look for resources. The YWCA here in Phoenix is great. Anywhere where you are, find a YWCA or tap into to the YWCA AZ, right? Yep. AZ. Perfect. And check out what Ramai and the crew over there are up to under under Debbie's tutelage and the beautiful beautiful vision that we all share moving forward. Folks, remember, there are many people around the globe working diligently on behalf of all of us to make this world a better place for all of us. Let's take a moment maybe and remember that because it matters. And, and, and we here at the network get the extreme privilege of talking with all the amazing change agents and lit up people in the world. Um, and so I always remember how many people are out there working, lighting up the field. And I think it's important that we shine light on that, particularly here in February, Black History Month, a huge, huge, huge just shout out of gratitude for um, the beautiful contributions and, and knowing that no way we'd be here, you know, without yeah. all of us and, and, and finding ways to shine light on those contributions and saying, yes, more of that, please. We have so much to learn and we're ready to, right? And we're ready to do it in ways that, that can cultivate appreciation and, and um, grace and real space for our creative outlets. And guess what, folks, you will find out so much more about yourself. You're robbing yourselves if you stay yes. out of those relationships. The richness of you lies on the other side 
of you moving through this tapestry with others. So join the journey, folks. Everybody's doing it. All the cool kids are there. Um, and we welcome you with open arms. Ramaya, from my heart to yours, thank you for the work that you're doing in the world, for your perseverance to get to a place where you can be like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this, yeah. right? And 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 that took courage. Um, so thank you for that. And, um, and we just appreciate you. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I'm just excited to continue to connect. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you to everyone who is listening and to all of you who are doing work in these spaces. Keep it up, shine your light brightly um, and and know that uh, we're here supporting you in that. Get over to superpowerexperts.com, get signed up for the next experience and we will for sure be seeing you again here on the Science of Superpowers. Until then, folks, we love you, love each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.